Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family. Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant blended life. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. So excited that you're with us today. We have some absolutely tremendous people on the podcast with us today. Dave and Ashley Willis, how are you guys today? Hey, we're great. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Wonderful. Great to be with you guys. Yes, you guys, just a little bit about Dave and Ashley. They have four young sons and they live in the Georgia area. Four young sons, four young sons. Yes. yes. We have eight between us. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're raising uh, future lions. It's great. Yes, yes. You guys, you've probably heard of David Ashley. They are content creators, authors, speakers, Marriage Today, you know, EXO Marriage. They are some amazing people who have put out some amazing content. Um, they have a strong following. They have reached millions of marriages all over, all across the world with their blogs, their books, their videos, their podcasts. Um, we are just so blessed and honored to have you guys with us here today. You guys, we just honor you and we are just so thankful for the work that you're doing. It has blessed our marriage and we know that it has blessed so many other marriages. So thank you. No, we, wow. Thank you. So yeah. Kind. yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. We're, we're honored to be here and honored by the work you're doing. Like, you know, we, we said in our conversation yesterday, this work you're doing specifically to reach blended families is such a need. And, uh, and, and you guys are just making a huge impact, uh, changing so many families, lives and marriages. And, and so we're just, we're excited to come and be a, be part of it today. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. And you guys, you know, just tell us a little bit about you, your family, anything you like to do, just anything you would like to share with our audience. Well, sure. Uh, well, Dave and I've been married uh, almost 20 years and uh, we're excited about that. And we have four boys ranging in age from five to 15. And uh, life is as chaotic as that sounds. And we love it. And uh, it's uh, it's just, it's an adventure. And we, we really enjoy as a family, we really enjoy traveling together. We really enjoy, um, you know, they call it tickle torture. Dave's like a master at that with the boys. <laughs> and and Dave and I, you know, we, we love, we just, we love dreaming together and we love helping married couples. I mean, we truly have this passion, just like you guys for helping married couples know that they can have a great marriage and that no marriage is perfect, but that we can get through the hard times and that God will use it for our good and his glory. It's awesome. And awesome. for those who have yet to pick up a copy of your book, The Naked Marriage, um, I will tell you, this is a game changer. Yeah. Not only in title, which I think is catchy, <laughs> but in content, it is absolutely a game changer. Um, I know Vanessa and I have, have read it, studied it, mm -hmm. uh, continue to read it. Uh, I, I was actually just flipping through it 
uh, before our time together, and I was like, oh, that is so good. So many nuggets <laughs> and words of wisdom in here. So tell us a little bit more about the book, The Naked Marriage, the story behind it, why it was written, um, and uh, maybe a little bit about the title. Yeah, well, the word naked is just fun, so we try to <laughs> tag that to anything anything we do. It's just one of, one of our favorite words and one of our favorite activities, so it just kind of like goes in hand in hand. But in terms of the title of the book and sort of the message behind it, it really goes back to, um, to Genesis. You know, we say all great marriage ideas are God's ideas, mm. and the best marriage book uh, is God's book, the Bible. And so you go to the very beginning in Genesis, and he gives us a picture of that first couple, Adam and Eve, and we're told they were naked and unashamed. And it was this picture of perfect intimacy. That nakedness doesn't just represent their physical nakedness, even though that was obviously part of it. But nakedness also represents a complete transparency and vulnerability emotionally, spiritually, in all parts of life. Nakedness is a way of saying, I've got nothing to hide from you and you have nothing to hide from me. And we can see each other exactly as we are, accept each other and love each other exactly as we are. Uh, and God desires that kind of intimacy uh, in every marriage. And so it's just kind of getting back to that. What does it look like to be to be that naked in all parts of life? And in, in our modern world, and the couples we worked with, we just see there's such a tendency to hide from one another, to, mm -hmm. you know, wear masks, to, to keep things from one another. And we're just, we're just calling ourselves and other couples along with us on the journey to get back to that beautiful nakedness that God desires for every marriage and to not settle for anything less than that. And so the Naked Marriage book and our podcast is really, it's just about how to get there. And, you know, we share a lot of stories from our own journey along the way, mistakes we've made, things that we've learned. Um, from experience from the Bible and from other, you know, mentor couples who've helped us. And, uh, and we're just trying to encourage other couples on that same journey. So good. Yeah. One of the things that comes to my mind, at least, you know, as I started reading it and as I started kind of understanding the concepts, there's such a dramatic difference, I think, between dating and a naked marriage. Mm -hmm. There are so many uh, processes that we go through as a couple where we're trying to present our best. We're trying to present what our partner wants. We're trying to present or we're trying to be what our partner wants and desires. Mm -hmm. But that, that, that concept is different from a completely uh, naked and um, open marriage. How do you think couples go through that process of from the time they're married to the time they're in feeling like they have that quote unquote naked marriage? Well, I think it is a process. It takes time. And I think that some people are more inclined to get naked, so to speak, emotionally, spiritually, mentally than others. Mm. And, you know, that's that's kind of the, the hard part of this is that, you know, spouses are different. You don't marry your clone. Everybody's different. And we have, you know, not only are we a man and a woman, which comes with differences, but our personalities are different. And so, you know, that, that can be hard. But I think as long as we just keep trying and embracing the process of kind of taking off those layers and, and trusting each other, the more we get to know each other and the more we have that connection, because so many times when people write us and, uh, and they sometimes, you know, especially if we hear from <laughs> husbands writing us saying like, you know, we're, we're not having sex. We haven't had sex in, in a really long time. If you go to the wife, she would say, well, we haven't really had a heart to heart talk in a long time. Yeah. And so, you know, intimacy isn't just physical intimacy really starts 
with undressing those layers, with bearing your soul to each other and saying, this is who I really am. And then, you know, on the other end, the spouse that's receiving kind of this exposure saying, I love you. I love you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're on this journey together and we're going to try to make each other better. And we're going to surrender, you know, ourselves to the Lord and let him really work on us. And, and there's just such a beauty a, 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 it's a beautiful image of, of a man and woman coming together and doing this because it, it just truly is what marriage is all about. And I think so many times we, we just get scared in a culture that says you really can't trust anyone that much. And we've actually had people say that to us. They've said, wow, that is scary. Like, I don't think I could ever trust my spouse that much nor anyone else that much because I've been hurt so much or because, you know, I, I've just never trusted anyone like that. Mm-hmm. And, and we always say, you know, listen, I get it. It's scary because the minute you start exposing more of yourself to your spouse, you're giving them more power to hurt you, yeah. you know, because they know things and, and you're kind of, you know, you're bearing all, but we have to get to that level if we want to have a naked marriage. And if we want to have that deep connection. So good, so good. I when you were talking, actually, I, I think we always say this. It's 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 a daily act of dying to yourself daily. It's a daily act of just saying, God, like I lay down my will, and how can I serve my spouse? How can I serve Scott today? And even just going to him and saying, Hey, what do you need me to do for you today? Is there anything that I can do for you today? Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know, do in doing that, you know, the Lord just I don't know. He does just so much, and I know for us, just being transparent, that is. That's really opened up us to, you know, better build our marriage, grow, become stronger. So, yeah, marriage is not easy (laughs) and it is it is a daily act of learning, serving. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I I love great material, written material that comes to us and says, hey, you know, you don't have to be perfect, but. Let's, let's start looking at ways that you can truly maximize what God created for you. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I, I, I love the book and I love the stories too. The stories are hilarious, by the way. Um, and uh, and I, 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 my favorite was the toenail story. I, I, I don't, oh, gosh. That, that was my favorite story. Um, how men and women are so different um, and how, how, they, uh, how, how our wives transform us, right, Dave? Right. From being complete, yeah, barbarians <laughs> to being somewhat, oh. somewhat domesticated. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. We just try to share some of those laughs in there because, because it's real life. It's just real yeah. life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't know the toenail story, grab the book and you'll, you'll learn it. Um, right. you, you talk a lot about healthy communication. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in, a, in, in blended families, a lot of, you know, our audience and, and the listeners, you know, coming into a blended family, having been, you know, most people have gone through a divorce. And so, you know, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of rejection. And, you know, you are bringing that into your new marriage. And that's where communication is so important. And a lot of times these couples, you know, they'll come to us and it's like, they're like, I, 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 they're, it's the fear of getting hurt again. It's the fear of what their ex-spouse did placing that on their new spouse. And, um, you know, we always talk about how important it is to communicate. And like you both were talking about earlier, you know, just being naked, being vulnerable, being open and just saying, hey, this is this is what happened in my past relationship. This is what I'm afraid of. Um, You guys, what does healthy communication look like in a marriage? Well, it it requires a lot of patience, a lot of consistency, intentionality. 
you gotta, you, you have to find a rhythm that works for you. You know, for us, yeah. um, our best talks we've learned happen when we're on a walk together. And so an act when we're in, engaged in activity, it just helps both of us to open up, especially me. Um, I think in a lot of maybe guys are wired this way, but when we're, when we're engaged in some kind of activity, it's just, it seems more natural to be able to open up and talk. Yeah. Uh, and so we walk, we try to walk every single day. Um, you know, we had, we usually do it at night. We actually walked this morning, uh, just, you know, before jumping on uh, the podcast with you guys. And it's a great way to get some exercise and fresh air, but it also helps us to just connect and kind of download what's happening, what we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're dreaming about, and all of those kinds of things. And when you factor in, you know, some of the past hurts that you mentioned, and whether it's a blended family situation, or even, you know, I think for every marriage, every person carries some past hurts that Mm -hmm. make us put our guard up. And just being sensitive to those those spots where the other person has been wounded in the past. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of refer to it as like emotional sunburn because when you get sunburned uh, and somebody touches you where you're sunburned, you know, you, you get tense and you get mm-hmm. times you want to lash out, even though that person didn't do anything wrong. They just happened to touch in a place where you were already wounded. And all of us on our hearts are carrying around these, these invisible sort of emotional burns like that. And we have to be sensitive in how we, how we approach that. Yeah. And and not trying to necessarily force the healing process in a specific way, but just saying like, how can I help? How can I rub aloe on that, so to speak, and make sure that I'm part of the healing to where you've been wounded, but that that past wound in you or in me doesn't sabotage our future and our time together, and that we're not punishing each other for wounds that were inflicted by somebody else. And how do we heal together? And and bringing those wounds to the Lord as well. And it takes a lot of nakedness to get there. It takes a lot of vulnerability and. And it takes time. The Bible says love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is kind, and it goes on from there. And so just um, being patient with each other is a big part of that. And I would add, too, that I think it's easy to get caught in a negative dynamic of communication where your your instant go-to is kind of yelling at each other. Or your instant go-to is avoidance or apathy or shrugging your shoulders. Like maybe you're not yelling, but your body language is yelling for you, your eye rolls and you're, you know, you're the way you, the look on your face, your countenance is like saying it all because that can be just as damaging. And so, you know, when a couple is kind of stuck in that rut, so to speak of communication, I just encourage them, you know, do your best to, to just refuse to continue communicating that way and say like, listen, like if you start feeling yourself getting angry and you're starting to have that look on your face and you're getting ready to say that mean word, I would say like, even tell your spouse, say like, I am getting ready to say something I don't want to say. I need five minutes just to go pray and think about this. Yeah. I love you. I'm not avoiding this. Give me five minutes. I think we kind of have to know our limits and know uh, kind of what's going on inside ourselves to really tell our spouse, like, listen, my mind can't even give a proper response in a healthy way right now. So I'm going to go write it down and then I'm going to rewrite it in a nicer way. Cause usually your first, you know, time writing down your true feelings may not be in the healthiest way of saying it to your spouse, but that, you know, those exercises, those new ways of doing things can really help to shift the dynamic in your marriage. And it takes doing things very different. I mean, we, we, years ago, uh, we were doing, we were actually speakers at an event, but this couple, they, they would have different couples kind of share what they were learning. And they used a term monitor and adjust. And we kind of adopted that term because in marriage, you constantly have to monitor and adjust what's working, what's not working. And it takes both of you really fighting for the peace in your marriage. I mean, it's not just going to magically be there. Even if you're praying every day, if you have these old habits, you know, you have to try to do things in a new way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes if you're stuck in a really deep rut and you just, 
you're like, I don't even know where to go from here. Every time I hear his voice, I just want to yell at him. Or every time she says anything, I feel like she's attacking me. It may take going to see a mediator. It may take going to a Christian counselor. But I I think the main thing is just knowing that it's just not going to change on its own and avoidance never solves anything. And so I think the fact that someone is watching or listening to this podcast is huge. I mean, that's a first step in the right direction. And I just want to encourage you keep listening and keep talking yeah. and, and keep okay. coming back and, and, and realizing that none of us arrive in marriage. We all have things we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. One of the things that, that comes to my mind when we talk about communication is, is when you're, when your spouse, you have a continual communication all day long. Mm-hmm. So whether you're, you know, maybe you're, you're seeing each other in the morning, you're living life together, you're maybe a few texts or a few calls during the day. And then, yeah. you know, you're getting the kids to bed at night and then, then it's, then it's maybe a one-on-one time, mm-hmm. but there's, there's constant communication. So it's, it's easy when it's time to have meaningful communication yeah. to drag up events that happened two days ago or this morning, yeah. or I'm, 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 I'm mad because you did X or I'm just not in a good mood. And so you're bringing all of that into that pivotal moment where mm-hmm. you have that opportunity to have really good connection communication. Um, and the only way I, I think you you can uh, you know kind of sidestep that is you have to be very intentional. Mm-hmm. You have to be you know just like you were talking about your walks. There's a physical event that basically tells you both, hey, we're going to go spend some time talking and communicating, and this is going to be good time. And it's it's surprising to me because when you said that. When Vanessa and I first got married, oh, yeah. uh, we we lived next to this big uh, kind of pond, uh, pond mm-hmm. and that was what we did. We would take walks at night. Uh, and this is before we had all our kiddos, <laughs> so we had it seemed like a little more freedom to do that. Uh, but we we had a we had a place that we went to that mm-hmm. we would take that walk, and it was great communication. It was just that was good. Yeah. Um, so I encourage couples to get get your mountain that you go to that you can uh, communicate uh, and talk. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So the the next the next thing we're going to go into, you you talk about building a strong friendship, and in your book, you you talk about this the difference between men and women. So women by nature have good external friendships. They have their girlfriends, they have their groups, they have their they have their people that they go to. Men, on the other hand, we don't generally do that. It's not that we don't like other guys. It's just for some reason, we have our attention uh, doesn't really span to having great male friendships. So we desire our wife to be our best friend. But that's not always as easy as we say it. So can you speak on strong friendships and kind of what that means? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, really, the, the strength of your friendship with each other in a lot of ways will determine the strength of your your, your marriage in the long run. Because mm-hmm. the, the friendship is one aspect of the marriage that just continually can grow stronger and stronger through every season uh, of life, no matter what you're going through, you know, that, that friendship bond can continue to strengthen and really be a a cornerstone of the whole relationship. And it does take work and intentionality. And I think that, um, you know, you, you build a friendship with your spouse, like you, you try to invest in any friendship. You're intentional about spending a lot of time together, finding shared, you know, activities and goals and dreams that you can do alongside one another. Uh, I think a lot of couples make the mistake of just compartmentalizing everything into his and hers. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, his friends, her friends, his job, her job, his dreams, her dreams, his hobbies, her hobbies. And they each kind of go and do their own separate thing. 
and then maybe kind of come together at the very end of the day and they have nothing left to give each other. And they're just sort of living parallel lives. And so to build a friendship with each other, you have to be intentional about how do we replace his and hers with ours in as many parts of life as we can. Like what, what do our dreams look like? What are some of our activities and hobbies that we want to start building together? Not that you can't have any individual things, but the more that you can bring your worlds together, yeah. uh, the, the deeper that friendship is usually going to grow. Mm. It is. And I think too, just making sure that your relationship is a top priority, you know, right underneath your relationship with the Lord. And I think this is where it can get really tricky, especially in blended families. And I know we talked a little bit about this yesterday with you all, because it can be complicated. You know, you're combining some, and many people going into a blended marriage already have children and, and it's hard when it comes to the children and, and, and making sure they're okay. And then also having this, this new marriage and you're trying to cultivate that relationship. And so sometimes it can take blended families a little longer to cultivate that deep friendship, but I want to encourage couples listening to, to still go after it and prioritize your marriage and don't feel guilty about it. I think that's, you know, our emotions sometimes have to, mm. to catch up when it comes to that, but you investing in your friendship mm-hmm. and your marriage is, is going to be better for your children in the long run because they want to see that strong, amazing marriage right before their eyes and that wonderful friendship you know, between their, their parent and step parent. And so it is doing something good for your kids when you are cultivating that strong friendship. And, um, and I know again, the feelings can kind of, can kind of get us to maybe not want to invest that time, but it is biblical, you know, as far as relationships here on earth, when we're married right underneath our relationship with the Lord, it's very clear that the marriage relationship needs to be a top priority. No, absolutely. And I think it's Pastor Jimmy that says, is it in our Blending Families book? I'm not sure. But it says the best gift that you can give your children is a good marriage. And so whether you're oh, yeah. blended or not, you know, that's um, hmm. the reflect your the reflection of your marriage. I mean, that's that's it's the healthiest thing they're gonna see, you know, it's it's what does a Christ like marriage look like? You know, that's it's the best gift that we can give them. Yeah. Yes. I love it. What encouragement or advice you guys could you give our blended family community, anyone that's listening right now when it comes to marriage and communication, what would you just want to impart and say? Any encouragement today for them? Well, I would say like give yourself permission to know that it doesn't have to look like this very specific rigid way that you thought it would look. I think that we set ourselves up for failure when we have this this kind of Norman Rockwell ideal image of what family is supposed to look like. Yeah. And what communication is supposed to look like, what marriage is supposed to look like. It's usually based on things that aren't even real. The life situation doesn't measure up to that. We get frustrated. You know, I tell the story, you know, as it's coming, you know, closer to Christmas time, one year that we, we bought a gingerbread house set and I bought it because I looked at the picture on the box and I said, we're going to make it. It's going to look just like that. And it's going to be this Mm -hmm. magic family memory. And I just pictured us drinking cocoa and sitting around and our children like, father, you're the best father. They, they, all were, they were going to have British accents for some reason. I don't know. It was just this image I had in my head. And the kids got a hold of that and they, they started fighting over it. And the pieces all got broken at the gingerbread house. And um, I was so upset because now I'm looking at these broken pieces and I'm saying it will never, ever look like the picture on the box now. And Ashley said, it doesn't have to look like the picture on the box. That picture is not even real. That's, mm-hmm. Let's make our own masterpiece with these pieces that we have. And, uh, and so we did. We took those broken pieces and we made, we made a bunch of broken cookies that were delicious. And, co- and we, co- you know, we were covering each other with icing and laughing. It ended up being a more beautiful night than the fake image I had in my head of what I thought that it was supposed to look like. 
And I think that the metaphor for, for marriage and for family is free yourself from that, that image that we have of what the, the kind of the, the perfect marriage, family, communication, whatever it is that's supposed to look like and say, God, help us to find that unique masterpiece in our home mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't look like anybody else's box. Mm-hmm. Help us, Lord, to, to create that and to be thankful in those moments, even in the mess and the chaos and the broken pieces and all of it, Lord, to create moments of just beauty and laughter and joy. And he will. God makes masterpieces out of our broken pieces if, uh, if we'll let him. And so just don't miss those moments. Yeah. Now, I, just as an individual, but as a married couple and as your family, you know, your family is its own unique representation of Christ. Like your family can, can represent, can't represent Christ like, you know, someone else's family can. And so there's a uniqueness about that. There's, a, I think, an identity in that. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times there can be this comparison, um, you know, when it comes to other families or like even in blended families, like they have it all together. And it's just like, yeah. you, know, you know, you can't, you know, what I think that, what is the quote? It's comparison is the, the thief of joy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, just remembering, you know, God, you know, orchestrated this family together and it has purpose. And one thing that we like to encourage is like setting a mission and vision for your family and for your marriage as well. It's a good thing to. Yeah. I, I love your story, Dave. That that's one of the coolest stories when we look at blended families yeah. that I've, I've put together. Um, we always talk about blended families is, is God's redemption, mm-hmm. taking something broken and making it beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It can be that way. Um, mm-hmm. but a lot of factors have to be tackled over, over that, over that journey. Um, but it can be good and it can be beautiful and it can, you know, reflect God's love. And, um, mm-hmm. I think more and more blended families, as they hear that, as they hear that encouragement, as they hear that message, they start to think about what's possible mm-hmm. and they don't have to live in a world where their ex-spouse is their enemy, their mm-hmm. children are uh, constantly yearning for something different, um, and that the marriage can be blessed and can, and can honor God. And, um, I, I'm just, I'm excited for your analogy. I love it. I may steal it. If that's okay. Um, <laughs> hey, um, hey. But, if it helps anybody, that's yeah. great. We can steal in our whole ministry, but stealing for Jesus, it doesn't even count as stealing. Exactly. It's share, it's sharing, not sharing. Sharing is caring. Recycling. Recycling says, yeah. yeah, he's like, sharing is caring. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you. At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible. And we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Well, you guys, you know, the name of our ministry is Blended Kingdom Family. So when you hear that name, what do you think of? What is a Blended Kingdom Family to you guys? I immediately think it's a Christ-centered family. I think it's a family that that is centered around Jesus and and the redemption and grace that God gives us. And um, I think to me, you know, when you hear kingdom, it's like that's, the course that you're on, you know, you're, you're focused on what God has for you. Yeah. And, and I just think it's, it's a representation of really the family of God 
Yes. I mean, the family that Jesus came to earth to create is, right. is a blended, blended family. family. Mm-hmm. And even in Jesus's earthly lineage, the very first words of the New Testament, where the Bible is telling us all the way back, kind of the, the ancest, ancestry and lineage of Jesus, you know, you see, mm-hmm. you see so many, you know, so many different versions of blended families kind of happening through that journey that, that led to Christ and God's perfect plan that he brought the Savior of the world. Uh, through, you know, through that line. And so I just think it, it, it's whatever your family, however your family got to where you are right now, mm-hmm. just know that what God wants to do with you and through you is something to bring Christ to the world and to have a generational legacy uh, that for eternity, really. And so what you guys are doing here with Blended Kingdom Families is is giving folks a, a roadmap for that mm-hmm. uh, and then pointing them back to Jesus, pointing them closer to each other, bringing healing and hope and uh, I just, uh, I'm excited for it, for what's happening. And I just, I think that that this ministry is going to continue to grow because the need is huge. Mm. And what you guys are doing to meet that need is beautiful. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. We're blessed by your words. Thank you. Where can they find yes. you guys? So um, we love XO Marriage. Um, and obviously their content is amazing. And I know you guys partner right alongside them. Uh, but if you could tell our audience kind of where they can find you guys and uh, podcasts and all podcasts, that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah. You can usually find us at Costco. That's where we are most <laughs> of the time. Um, oh, poor man. boys. We like, go through a lot of food. They just yeah. eat all the time. So just hang out in Costco. Chances are you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll see it. That's true. Uh, well, as far as finding our, our stuff, you can go to DaveAndAshleyWillis.com. I spell Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave, the traditional Dave. And, um, you know, that's where everything is. Our books, our podcast, the Naked Marriage Podcast. You can listen wherever you listen to your podcasts and even YouTube. Um, and yes. And one other side I'll give you for kind of for the the, the broader ministry we're part of, uh, just launched a brand new website and it's yes. xomarriage.com. Yes. And in, on so that side, yes, yeah, so many from not only from us, of course, but yeah. from yes. Pastor Jimmy and Karen Evans yeah. and from mm-hmm. other others as well. Uh, and that's a good place to go to, um, you know, find kind of the, all of the, the greater library of stuff yes. uh, beyond even ours. Plus, exciting is that uh, the, the live speaking event schedule mm-hmm. is there and we're, we're moving forward with plans and hopes of having a, a regular live speaking event schedule in 2021 yeah. after us having to not not do any of that really in 2020. So uh, we're, we're thrilled to be back Excited. and seeing people in person and we'd love to to, to have your listeners there at one of those live events. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And also you guys just launched your pre-marriage or about uh, content. Pre-marriage, Is that right? Right. That's right. That's right. We have a pre-marriage podcast as well as uh, a, a whole curriculum for those who um, are engaged. And that's, that's for people, you know, for blended families as well, for those who are going to be blended families. Mm-hmm. And you can find out more information about that by going to premarriage.com. Yes. Perfect. Awesome, you guys. Well, Dave and Ashley, we have absolutely loved having you here. Again, The Naked Marriage. Pick it up, read it. It will change your world. And um, we're just so excited to have your friendship and your blessing. And um, looking forward to speaking to you guys again. Yeah, absolutely. It was an honor. Thank you for having us. Guys, thanks so much for joining in. Dave and Ashley, uh, great, great guests. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, okay? Be blessed in all that you do, guys. Hey, 
KBKF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world, and we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.